Welcome to Friends in Furlough. I'm Lev. And I'm Mel, and we have both been furloughed. So we've decided to make a podcast about our lives in lockdown. We will be discussing exciting things we have done and discovered with our free time this week and feature a special guest interview with one of our lucky friends. We want to use Friends in Furlough as a platform to keep our friends connected in these strange times. So enjoy and keep the positivity flowing. Hello everyone and welcome to our second episode. We'd just like to take this opportunity to say a massive thanks for the views that we've got this week. As of today, we've reached 100 views. So that's really amazing, guys. Thanks. Thanks, guys. And we've been really touched by all the positive feedback we've got. Shout out to Harriet Bradford, who's really excited for our next episode. So keep your comments coming, guys. And if you want to shout out or you want to discuss anything or you want to be on the show, just let us know what you're thinking on our social media. Hello, Mel. How's your week been? Hi, love. Yeah, it's been good. It's been quite a positive week, actually, I'd say, which is um, good. So I'm excited to kind of share some of that positivity with all the viewers this week. Nice. So what have you been doing this week? So what have I done this week? Well, there's one thing that I've done this week that I want to talk about. Um, And it's something that I've done in the past before at points in my life, um, more difficult points in my life. And it's basically writing a letter to your future self. I use this website. It's called um, futureme.org. I'll um, put the link in the description, of course. But yeah, so it's this website and you um, write a letter to future you. Um, obviously you can say whatever you want to say and it you can choose the date that it emails itself to you um, so you can do it for a year you can do it for six months you can even do it for 10 years you can do it you can set the date to whenever you want to get it and I just think it's quite an interesting self-reflection exercise to do so the first time that I did it was when I was 14 actually I remember and I set the date for 10 years and it's actually quite scary that I'm going to be 24 years. next year. Yeah, so, <laughs> I know. So 10 years is almost going to be here. That's insane. Yeah, I can't remember what I what I wrote in it. Um, there's just one thing that I do remember is yeah. I, I'd recently um, tried my first cigarette, and I remember <laughs> writing in it. I wonder if in this um, in 10 years time you'll you'll be a smoker no way. i've actually stopped smoking this year so hopefully if that Woo! continues the answer will be no but <laughs> so this week i wrote a letter to future me describing how i feel how the lockdown's making me feel how much i miss my friends how much i miss the pub Aww. and just kind of reminding myself to you know this time next year or in five years or whenever it is to take you know not take things for granted and just appreciate life and yeah I think it's just really good I would recommend to everyone to do it you can write anything that like, doesn't even have to be that deep yeah. it can just be something silly I'd be so into that I'm definitely gonna try that this week yeah yeah it's quite a fun thing to do and I think writing is just quite a good kind of therapeutic exercise yeah. anyway if you're feeling um kind of the stress or anxiety hit you this week yeah so that was my thing anyway it's like a time capsule kind of but yeah 
Maybe yeah, definitely. Can. I like it. That's so, cool. Lev, what have you been up to this week? So, this week, my main focus has actually been my assignment I have to do as part of my qualification. But I have been enjoying and discovered a new app called the Nike Training App, which was recommended to me by my friend Rob. Um, so as part of my routine, I do my assignment during the day and then in the evening, that's when I do my exercise, but it's not been very structured. So I've just been doing random workouts from Instagram, which I'll put in the bio, which is still really good and I still do. But this app really helps me plan my workouts so you can pick different plans based on what equipment you've got around you so at the moment I'm doing the body weight plan which is for four weeks so basically it gives you a different workout each day so you do strength exercises these can range from literally like 10 minutes to 45 minutes endurance exercises you can also include running on there but I haven't included running because I hate running Although I do do sometimes, <laughs> but um, I feel like you have to be in a mood to go for a run. Yeah, definitely. And I think it also helps if you've got, if you download some good tunes that you want to yeah. listen to before. Yeah. Um, Tune yeah. that I've been loving actually, whilst I have been running a little bit is Atlas by Bicep. Cause I think it starts quite softly, picks up the pace yeah, and then it, it makes you want to pick yeah, up your and you're pace. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, quite like the tune. Also on Spotify, if you listen to the song and then it continues giving you some similar pace to that. So yeah, that is what I've been enjoying this week. I've also just been nominated for the 5k challenge. Oh yeah. Interesting. So I'll hopefully do that later today. Nice. So yeah, just a lot of exercise really. Just been and fun. are you on Strava? I am on Charlotte, but you know, now I'm conflicted because I've now got the Nike training app where you can get the Nike running app, which is very similar to Strava. Mm. So I don't know if I should move off it and use that for the foreseeable, but I might try both out and let you know which I prefer actually. I mean, it seems like literally everybody is getting Strava (laughs) at the moment. Like my emails are constantly like, random Facebook friend that I've not spoken to in about eight years has now got Strava and I'm like I know from that challenge isn't it that everyone's doing yeah yeah it is definitely from that challenge Mm. but um it's I mean it's quite fun seeing everyone doing their runs giving each other their kudos yeah I hope no one judges how slow I am (laughs) (laughs) oh dear (laughs) so Another thing we had a discussion before this was about our isolation goals. What is yours yeah. now? So just just a quick note about an isolation goal. So it's just something that I saw online. I can't remember if it was a tweet or what. And it was like, set yourself like one overarching goal for like this isolation period. Just one thing that you can keep ticking away at each day. And it just kind of gives you like another purpose really. So I thought it was quite a good idea. So I've decided to set myself an isolation goal. Um, it is slightly middle class, just going to warn everyone, but, um, you know, that's my goal. Um, so my isolation goal is, um, well, I've played the piano um, as a kid and kind of as I've got into late, late teenagehood and adulthood, I haven't really been playing it much because obviously I haven't always been in the house with a piano, but... Yeah, so my isolation goal is to be able to play my favourite ever piece of music on the piano, which is Claire de Lune by Debussy. 
you will have definitely heard it i'll put the link up and you'll be like oh yeah i know that tune love that um, it's a six page piece and it's pretty difficult so my isolation goal is to be able to play that start to finish perfectly and then i'm gonna film myself and put it on youtube so everyone can enjoy the beautiful that's so cool melody. <laughs> oh, i love that yeah, that's my girl mine is when i came back to my parents house um from newcastle when isolation started i brought back with me six books so my goal is to have read all these books so i assume isolation is going to be going on until may yeah so i've got a good like two months to read these i've read one already I am at the moment reading, I'm reading two books. Nice. So I'm reading one fiction, which is Jojo Moyes, Still Me. So it was about a girl who was in New York. That's all I know at the moment. She's moved from <laughs> England. Um, I really, really want to move to New York. So I'm using this as like me get, getting into the book and being like, yeah, this is going to be me one day. <laughs> And then the other one I'm reading is The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck by Sarah, Sarah sorry, Knight. Nice. So this was given to me by my good friend Carrie as a Secret Santa present at Christmas. So I never got around to reading this, but it's cool. I like it. Even I've just read that first chapter, but it's interesting. And so she's telling the story about how she quit her job and she decided that's not what she wanted and she changed her life, changed her routine. There's a thing called a fuck budget. It's how many fucks you want to give in a day. It's <gasps> quite interesting. So yeah, it's kind of, it's cool. I like it. Okay, so I would like to share something new that I've learned this week. So earlier this week, I couldn't sleep one night. I was just having one of those nights where you're tossing and turning in bed and couldn't sleep. And God, this is going to sound so like out of a novel or dramatic novel or something but out of my window like the light was so bright from the moon and it just like you know when you just randomly start thinking about things and start googling things and I found myself down a rabbit hole of facts about the moon and the lunar calendar and all this stuff and I thought some of it was quite interesting, so I'm going to share with... Oh, this is exciting. My dad, like, came into the house running in, like, I think taking the dog out before she went to bed. And he's like, look at the moon, look at the moon. We all, like, came outside and watched it. And I was like, why is this happening? But didn't... Yeah, well, didn't it really was... Didn't research it. So this is interesting. Well, yeah, so it was actually a full moon last week. Um, yeah. I'm sure a lot of you probably noticed it for yourself. And it was exceptionally big and bright this week. Yeah. Because it was a supermoon. Now, supermoon oh. is when the distance between the Earth and the moon, I believe, is smaller. So therefore, the moon appears... 7% larger than the average full moon and also brighter. Oh, cool. And also what was special about the moon this week, which, by the way, was on Wednesday, the 8th of April, um, is it's called the pink moon. This is another fun fact for you. So I don't know whether anyone knows how Easter, Bank Holiday weekend, which is the current weekend at the moment, how yeah. it's calculated. And how it's calculated is it's no. the first weekend after the april pink moon and because it's also commonly known as the egg moon 
that might be one of the reasons where the tradition of the Easter bunny bringing Easter eggs comes from. No way. Yeah. I've just Googled. Oh, (laughs) why do we give Easter eggs? It says, oh, although Easter eggs were traditional symbol of fertility and rebirth in Christianity, Easter eggs symbolize the tomb of Jesus. Well, I think, I don't think, I think there's quite a lot of different reasons. Because I've also heard that like, you know, obviously this time of year is when like a lot of animals are giving birth, isn't it? Oh yeah, a like lot lambing of, season. Yeah, lambing season. And it's just kind of, I guess it kind of symbolizes like the egg, new life, spring, yeah. all that, all that jazz. I like That's the moon cool. one though. Yeah. It's cool. It's quite cool. So yeah, now if you ever need to calculate Easter, you now know <laughs> it's the weekend after the first full moon of April. <laughs> That's what I read on my um, little Googling journey at about three in the morning on Wednesday night. Um, but yeah, fun fact for everyone to take away. And yeah, just thought I'd share that. <laughs> That's cool. So something interesting I've learned this week is we had a pizza family family night the other night. We made, like I said last week, we eat gluten-free. So we made gluten-free dough. So you made it, made the pizzas from scratch? Yeah, from scratch. Oh, wow. Yeah. We did that this week as well. What a coincidence. Oh, what a coincidence, Mel. <laughs> so yeah, we made gluten-free pizza, which I've made pizza dough before, but I haven't made gluten-free pizza. So I used to live with an Italian man, Leo. And Leo is a great chef, although he's very messy. <laughs> and I actually messaged him and asked him how to make it. I can give you guys the recipe. I'll put it in the description. But it's a bit different to normal making normal dough. You don't need it. So you let All it right. rise. You make it the night before. And then the next day, you don't need it. You just kind of spread it out. And that's how you make the dough. And do you know what? It was really nice. Wow. Loved it. Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would recommend to our viewers about making your own pizza. But yeah. there is a national shortage of flour (laughs) yeah obviously everyone's just taking taking to baking their own goods bread banana bread which we did mention last week i mean i don't know whether people are actually able to make banana bread at the moment due to the flour shortage (laughs) but my mum recommended nigella lawson's banana bread recipe did she yeah she said that's her personal favorite it's got walnuts and bourbon i believe she puts in it dark rum um yeah apparently that's her favorite but yeah now I was also thinking about the flour shortage you could can you not make your own oat flour yeah you can you can just put oats in a blender I actually looked this up the other day (laughs) oh really what did you find out yeah you can like grind or either you can uh put it in Nutribullet or you can grind it make your own flour I mean it'd be quite interesting it be would it work the same though as I don't know it'd be quite oaty wouldn't it unless you really it got so fine Mm. but it could make like quite a nice like oaty bread yeah well yeah I mean if you've got the time and you know you're desperate to make or bake some sort of nice treat for yourself but alas there's no flour to be found give oat flour a try why not what have you got to lose yeah if you give it a try let us know people i actually might do that this week be quite interesting 
positive story of the week. So this week, we would like to shout out to our lovely, lovely friend, Esme, Dr. Dr. Esme Foster-Smith. Woo! Woo! Congratulations, Esme. We're all so <laughs> proud of you becoming yeah, a doctor. We Amazing. are. So Esme yeah, graduated this week being a doctor. They had to rush forward her graduation, I believe. Yeah. Um, we used technology to give her a graduation. So on the Friday evening, so we had a lovely online graduation for her. We had a lovely ceremony. She's currently living with our friends, Molly, Stan and Abby. So they put on a little dinner for her. They had a little trumpet. Esme had a hat on. It was great. And it, do you know what? It was so nice because... Obviously, she's probably not going to get a graduation until later down the line, and she's probably going to have to go into the hospital pretty soon. So it was nice to just have that little bit of celebration. Yeah, I think just, yeah, the positive positive story is kind of... People are getting creative with making their own celebrations for things that, like, obviously we can't celebrate at the moment due to the lockdown. And I just think it's so nice that people are getting creative with that and using... um, you know other ways of doing things like but yeah so big shout out to everyone who's getting creative and still trying to celebrate things that should be celebrated yeah um, definitely while we're in lockdown yeah definitely okay and now we'd like to introduce our special guest of the week ladies and gentlemen daisy Daisy lee Lee. (laughs) (laughs) hello ladies how are we doing good good Loving My amazing stuff. friends and fellow. Yeah. Do you know what? The sun makes all the difference. It does yeah. I actually think it does massively. I struggle. I struggle as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just staring at the sky when it's sunny. It's just nice. Just sitting on a bit of grass. That's always my favourite thing to do in the sun. Yeah. Oh. What have you been up to this week? So this week, I have really gotten into like hardcore decorating. <laughs> <laughs> like we're talking like proper hardcore decorating like my family moved house uh last summer into this really beautiful like Georgian house but the whole place like needs a lot of work doing to it and when they heard that the lockdown was happening they went to like the local DIY shop and just like bought the whole shop out basically because with this time now they were just thinking oh well the house can get decorated so yeah. I've been perfect time I've been head painter, been putting a good shift in. <laughs> did like eight hours the other day, like nonstop. No way. Like my wrist by the end of it was like frail and fragile, but I really like it. Like I think it's quite meditative. It's really quite peaceful. And I pop a podcast on and just do that. And I've just really enjoyed that. So I don't know. I think that's been actually, in other words, procrastination as well, because I have got work to do, but we'll get there. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. that sounds nice. Yeah. yeah. What podcast do you listen to? Well, I listen to a really good one. So there's this podcast called Slow Burn. Yeah. It has like three different series and they're all like completely different. They've got like 12 episodes each. But I listened to a really good one. It was about Tupac Shakur and Notorious B.I.G. Oh, about their okay. deaths and like yeah. hip hop culture, like in the 90s and like the lead up around it. And it was just really interesting, like gave loads of different perspectives on the whole story. So that was one that I was painting too, which I really enjoyed. But um, 
there's loads do you know what podcasts this year I've really gotten into them like yeah. there's some amazing ones out there uh, I really like the ones where you have almost like a journey for mm, each episode yeah. they're my favorite it's almost like they're telling you a story um there was one called have you heard of like the crypto is it the crypto queen it's I've not heard of it. and it's just it's like it's like this podcast um about this woman dr ruja and she was like this billionaire woman who set up this uh cryptocurrency and she got all these people to like invest in it and it turns out it turned out to be like a complete scam like a billion a billion euro scam and like all these people invested money and it was like it wasn't real and then she just like disappears and the whole podcast it's like 10 episodes where it's like a real-time story of them trying to find her and it unravels this story and I don't know I just really I think it's just quite a nice medium listening yeah. you know rather than watching you know you can do other things but having something really engrossing I really like, like that kind of thing what about you guys mm. do you listen to any podcasts apart from your own obviously <laughs> <laughs> although I get sick after producing it and get sick of listening to it yeah well, actually yeah. So, you know, the book that I spoke about last week, Everything I Know About Love by Dolly Alderton. Yeah. So Dolly Alderton and Pandora Sykes do a podcast called The Hilo, which I was obsessed oh. with. Like, I ritually listen to that every week. And What's it about? It's about pop culture. So they'll talk about what's happening mm. in the week, what they've read. Kind of where well, we got our inspiration yeah, from to do this, is. isn't it? I was literally yeah, going to say it yeah. like some it's, other podcast I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is literally where we got our inspiration from. So what was Love funny that. was the day after we uploaded our podcast, I was scrolling through Twitter yeah. and then mm-hmm. she posted like, oh, our, our new podcast is up. And I was like, what? You definitely inspired her by that. Yeah, and <laughs> so they went on maternity leave because Pandora was pregnant and they they've returned on tuesday and it is That's mad oh, i was buzzing so i was listening to it when i went for a walk the other day it oh. is a lot to digest as a first episode because it's a, their first one back it's like two hours long but oh, really? they they really it's, it's so interesting it's so is funny it? it's like yeah as we said it's what ours was inspired by so yeah and like, i'm actually interested like how did this i love podcast, what was the birth of this podcast like how is it conceived so well, it's Lev's idea actually okay. yeah i i was in a bit of a rut you know i think at the moment as well i was thinking to quite a few people about this like mm. people do are having days where you're in a bit of a rut and i i was yeah. definitely in a rut this day and i was just like what i'm gonna do in my life I know. um especially because we're used to working every day yeah mm. it's, it's quite a big change. just like recalibrate don't you yeah so me and mel last year mel also lived in newcastle and we wanted to have a little dj duo we never got around to doing it what was the name of that dj duo again i can't, I can't even remember did it even have a name no big mouth little lev I don't know. <laughs> no lev's actually taller than me yeah that's the irony <laughs> <didn't know> that. <laughs> but yeah so i thought and i was obviously missing the high low and i was reading that book at the time so I think all these little things and I was like what why don't we do a podcast about our friends and like oh. I, I think I feel like at that point I was missing all my friends as well yeah. it was a bit like oh I miss you too though I know oh, Daisy <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's where it came from and um, pitched it to Mel 
and we're both collaborating <laughs> together. I'm, I'm in. I, I think we're such Bold. a good duo as well. Like, yeah, definitely. Like, not choose yeah. your own horns here. <laughs> <but. laughs> you like chips, cheesy chips and gravy, aren't you? I think the thing for me is like this has just kind of given like my mind like a project to kind of be taking over and thinking about and keeping my brain active and not thinking about um, I I think it's important yeah it's so important to like keep yourself stimulated because you know it's so easy to slip yeah so Daisy how are you kind of dealing with any difficulties that you might be facing during this period any anxieties or you know issues how are you kind of coping at the moment to be honest I think overall I would say I've been quite positive that's good and it's strange because before lockdown happened I was actually going through like a really horrible time like Mm. internally almost like I was on a really bad big low and then Mm. lockdown kind of came when I was almost um you know the best place I've been in a while and I kind of was like shook like shit like how is this gonna affect me and my mental health but I've actually feel like I've managed to you know almost embrace it which I think is really important Mm. to kind of just accept that this is the reality and it isn't perfect and you know like life in general you know whether you're in lockdown or not there are going to be good days and they're going to be bad days regardless of the situation mm. and like like the other day I think this week especially I spoke to quite a few people and they said that this week was like a bit of a turning point I think people had started to you know let the experience sink in a bit more and they were struggling a bit I think you know mm. struggling to kind of accepts that you know being in the same spot for a long time is not how uh, we normally do things and I had a really horrible like day midweek and sometimes you've just got to be kind to yourself and just kind of accept that it's okay to have those days and I ate a lot of chocolate and just did not a lot and then the next day I was like no tomorrow is a new day I'm gonna wake up after a good night's sleep and just keep going forward like that's all you can do really but yeah. I I do a lot, I, to be fair, I do a lot of meditation, which I've tried to do every day, which I really find helps me just like, even for the 10 minutes, 15 minutes that I do it, just to have that, you know, quiet moment to kind of like go off to another place and then to come back and just like recalibrate. And um, I've also like, I think everybody in the country started running, properly running. Yeah. And it's quite sweet. Um, <clears throat> I take my dog with me, bless him, and he's like my little jogging partner. So that's quite fun. Yeah, it's like a little nice. little horse that like, gallops by me, which is nice. But yeah, I started doing that, and I I enjoy that because I do that in the morning, and I'll like put an album on, and like that's my moment where I can just kind of be outside, like feel the wind and. Mm. I smell the breeze and just kind of like be in that moment what is meditation what is your idea of my what meditation is? so for me med- meditation is learning and practicing to be present mm. and that's really what I perceive it to be it's about like quieting the mind and grounding yourself in the now and like the current moment and able to kind of, and for me, it's, it's not just like that on a practical level. It, it for me is like, it's a nourishment for your mind. Mm. And a lot of people kind of say, well, you know, everyone's trying to keep their like physical health 
in good nick by exercising and doing all these things and physically like you want your body to be like that but a lot of the time like we actually forget that our mind is you know completely like its own powerful entity that also needs that care and we forget and neglect it sometimes that our mind also needs like exercise and moments where you you know you you try to put anxieties and worries aside about the past or the future and you just like hone it into the now yeah definitely it's about being present that um kind of reminds me of um a book that a really good book that I read this week on um mental health it's called reasons to stay alive um by Matt Haig um and it's yeah this guy Matt Haig he um he was suffering from really bad anxiety and depression um and when he was 24 doing a season in Ibiza he nearly threw himself off a cliff and it's just about his journey of being suicidal having severe anxiety and and how he um kind of came out the other side of that um it was just a really good book on on mental health and depression and anxiety and I liked it because it was from a male's perspective that's, as well which I think is something that we don't often hear yeah. stories of um male mental health issues so I'd really yeah. recommend it to anyone what's it called um it's called reasons to stay alive it's by Matt Haig and um yeah I'd really recommend it to anyone yeah. who may be struggling with their mental health at so the I moment think- um especially for men and also you know anyone that even if you you're lucky enough to not have mental health struggles I think it gives you a really this book gives you a really good insight into what it's like to suffer from that um but the reason I kind of brought it up is at the end one of his conclusions of things that makes him feel better is practicing mindfulness and and practicing meditation often mm-hmm. and yoga and things like that because it kind of is that separation and detachment of you are not your thoughts. No, you're not. Um, exactly. You're not your it's thoughts. Like the power of now, isn't it? Yeah, that, all those anxieties yeah. and worries—they're not you change. and they're not real yeah. and they're not they're happening not. now. So they don't actually. Yeah matter but yeah I would just recommend that book that was just a side note Um, I think it's so interesting because for me like I'm at a point where this isn't something that I've just done overnight like it's I'm in a place now where I've been doing this like probably over a year and I'm starting to see like that really slow shift into my almost like mindset Mm. and through being really like aware and conscious of practicing mindfulness I'm starting to see that like day to day even now like I am just being a lot more mindful in general and like I'm finding this like new sense of like peace from it and it's kind of giving me like more of a control to accept that you know feelings like the emotions are almost like your thoughts um almost like portrayed for your body aren't they that's what they kind of say Mm. that's what he says in the power of now but I think now like I'm starting to kind of like re-see the world and I feel a lot more at peace and it's weird because when I first started that is not how it was mm. you know well Lev you it's were so... talking to me about kind of your yeah I thoughts think... on it this week yeah I think that is a massive thing to hammer home that it is it, like it's a process it's a practice and, as well yeah and it's not something so for me, I do a lot of yoga. Um, so me and Daisy used to do a lot of yoga in Newcastle as well. But I know definitely that I go through stages of mm. 
sometimes I'm in such a yoga mood, like I'll spend that period of time, like maybe a few months, a few weeks, and that's like yoga and that's kind of exercise that I want to do. But then at the moment, and I think a lot of people at the moment are hammering like, not hammering, but I think a lot of stuff you see on social media, a lot of conversation happening like, oh, do yoga, do do meditation. And like, I've tried to do yoga this yeah. week, the yoga with Adrian that everyone's been recommending. I'm obsessed with that to be fair. Yeah, but I just couldn't get into it. And I was like, that's just because I'm at a stage in my life where I'd be doing more intense exercise or doing yeah. different type of exercise. And and especially the book power of now the reason why i haven't started reading that yet is because mm. i don't feel like you're not ready for it. yeah i'm not ready for it and i think people need to remember that i think just because everyone everyone's talking about this and doing this doesn't necessarily mean that that's right for you yeah. at this point in time and it might be in the down the line or maybe in the it's past yeah exactly so daisy another question that we wanted to to talk to you about is now as your friends, we know that you are <laughs> not always the best lady on your phone. I'm uh, notorious quite often, it. I will message Daisy and not get a reply <laughs> for days, even weeks sometimes. But to be fair to you, true. you do always reply. I do, <laughs> and I just might take longer than I'm a lot of people. In that sense, I do worry though. Sometimes I do think like in ways like we joke about it maybe it's endearing but I kind of sometimes do worry that my friends will think that it's because I don't care no I think that we understand that you have as you said like maybe a more unorthodox relationship with phone so what 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 is your relationship with your phone and also social media yeah how would you describe it I would say it's just very disconnected (laughs) okay um not in like a you know negative sense but for me I've just as far back as I can remember like you know the days in high school and like Facebook was kind of like a thing you know we're talking like after MSL after MySpace and Bieber when everyone's on Facebook and that was like um the one that everyone was using I just remember having a sense even back then that I just wasn't bothered by it yeah I felt no inclination to be asked about it and I only got it because you know everyone else had it and it just seemed to be you know the thing to do but even now for me I find that I don't like when I for example I'm on social media and it overtakes you know my life in Mm. terms of like I notice that I'm like aimlessly scrolling through and it's just something that I've just never really clicked with. And I find that it's not because I'm an antisocial person. Because I'm not. No. It's more to do with that I just find I'm a lot more at peace. Being in the now and, you know, like when I see my friends, that is everything. And even then, like, I literally will, like, leave my phone, won't I, on purpose. Like, I won't care because I just find when you are able to like fully be in that moment it's just so much richer okay so now we're going to talk about living with your family in lockdown and we're going to discuss any family problems that our listeners may be facing or that each other may be facing um we've requested anyone to send problems in on our social media during the week so we're going to discuss one now Yes, yeah, so one of the friends of Friends in Furlough, Jolie, has written in about her experience of life in lockdown at home. 
So Jolie's family are all living under one roof for the first time in six years. So siblings have gone off, gone to uni, lived in London, and now they're all living back at home again with their parents. And the challenge is basically living at home under one roof as a family. So this is quite true for my situation, actually. Um, So me and Aaron live in Newcastle. Aaron goes to uni. I work in Newcastle. And we've both come back to live with our family. And it's coming back to an environment that you're familiar with, but you've also grown from. This as well is to consider how our parents are feeling. To have all the kids at home and be like... Every, like, side. Yeah. Yeah, So true. So how yeah. annoying! <laughs> yeah, it's annoying. We probably are quite annoying, <laughs> aren't we? So, what advice would you have for our listeners, Daisy, about dealing with these family conflicts and and how to avoid them? I think. Do you know what it is difficult? Like coming home for me, like this has been actually quite a nice experience because I've had all the family trauma when I was younger. I think it was a bit of a nightmare. <laughs> mm. um, and I think, you know, we all are a bit older now and we are more mature, but it is like a mutual respect thing, I think. And it's difficult because it's really important for us to have our own time, you know, alone or with friends, that privacy or men. Have you been all right with your parents, Mel? They seem like they're having a great time with you guys at home. Yeah, we have. No, we have been actually. I mean, we've had like a few little you're always gonna have that yeah you're always gonna have those few little arguments are you but i think that we've just managed to nip it in the bud yeah we've all just been quite aware of the fact that okay we're gonna be 100 percent. that is it it is a hundred percent awareness like i think awareness is like the most powerful thing because when you start to be aware about other people in your house you can read them better but then you you can also start to read yourself better and realize, oh, I feel like I'm in a bit of a fragile mood at the moment. You know, I know me probably better than most people. I think I should just have some time on my own. And it is quite a high stress situation, the whole thing, isn't it? You know, it's quite intense. Mm. And you've got to, I think you have to make sure that you are finding those release valves, whether that's exercise or whether that's giving yourself structure in the day, like, sleeping properly and I think you have to make sure that you are making the effort and I think small gestures can go such a long way to like keeping the peace get creative I think people just need to get creative like Mm. make time to spend time with the people in your house like properly not just you know living you know side by side like spend quality time with them yeah well that's one of the things that we've actually tried to do in our household a bit like mm. um as you spoke about earlier the pizza making was kind of like a fun family activity for us to do yeah so um introduced thursday film night which was a pretty epic but film which i had not was. seen before <laughs> but i think it's rated the highest rated film on imdb is it short Shawshank redemption it, it was indeed yes baby oh, Shawshank redemption so that was our family oh, film it. that we watched which the thing just is, to have that so family much, time. That is actually so much you can do. Like, it's so easy to be like, oh, we're literally stuck in the house. Like, there's nothing to do. No, there's so much you can do. Like, yeah. just get their creative minds on. And we've yeah. all got to get through this together. And, like, we will get through it stronger if we are working together. 
But going back to going back to kind of family problems and the conflict, your parents or your siblings, whoever you're having the conflict with, but I think especially your parents, uh, will also be finding this time difficult and will also be mm. feeling the same anxieties that we are feeling ourselves. Like just because they're your parents doesn't make them immune to the it's anxieties human, and you know feeling having the ups and downs that we all are going through during this completely unprecedented time as well. And so I think that that's then amplified because you're living in such close proximity to them at the moment. Like try and be compassionate towards your parents because, you know, I think that everyone at the moment kind of needs a break and give them a break and give yourself a break. Okay. So Daisy, are you ready? I'm ready. So firstly, we'd like you to name someone in the world currently alive that you would like to quarantine with. Um, so I know it's only one, but the first one that I thought of was the Dalai Lama. Nice. <laughs> because I thought, but then I thought, do you know what? I have this weird desire to become a potter and it's just something that I've always been drawn to. It's in pottery. Yeah, like, I want to be a ceramicist deep down, I think. It's like this burning passion. So I think, if not the Dalai Lama, then there's this artist called Grayson Perry and he uses like ceramics as his kind of like, artistic medium. And I think he would be quite jokes to be with. And maybe, you know, we could, he could teach me stuff about his life. Like he's got a really interesting life. Like he's squatted in London. He's a cross-dresser. And we could wow. just have like conversations about life, but he can teach me about pottery and then I can become a potter wow that's a great answer I like that I love that I was not expecting okay uh, well answer, yeah but sorry but amazing just, yeah <laughs> next we'd like you to tell us a joke how did the chewing gum cross the road don't know because it was stuck to the chicken's foot <laughs> <laughs> I like it I like it that's my caliber of jokes. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> right. Next, we're going to ask you some quick questions. So just answer the first thing that comes to your head. Yeah. Just got too just many quick, things in my head. Quick, Sorry. Quick, quick. Okay, I'll be quick. So, favorite type of sweet treat? Um, chocolate. What kind of chocolate? Caramac. Oh weird <laughs> <laughs> Balofi pie damn it that's what I really was thinking but chocolate right, is the first thing that came let you have that right okay. when did you last leave the house and why I went for a run this morning with the dog to run nice. <laughs> early bird or night owl oh, I think I'm a bit of both but I feel like I'm night owl at the moment but I like to be an early bird big dogs or small dogs medium but probably oh, i don't know it's not an answer guys yeah but you've just neglected like so much of the dog world big or I small think. big or small big ask permission or beg for forgiveness ask permission boys or girls girls every day of the week boobs or bums boobs lastly what is the yeah. first thing you're going to do when things go back to normal well, in an ideal world, I would first, if I had my first day out, I would get my hair cut because it's ridiculously long and get it cut really short, like mm. 
new new daisy new cut and then i would get my car and me and my friends would go on a road trip and we would go camping and we would have a lot of alcohol and fun times and we would have campfires in a really beautiful location and we would just be together and have a laugh amazing i love that answer yeah so let's do that girls yeah let's do do that that's what i want to do of it okay cool thank you daisy lee thank you thank you no regrets having me on yeah (laughs) i mean i do regret it quite a bit yeah it was pretty boring (laughs) (laughs) sorry guys oh thank you for having me my love and that concludes our second episode Thanks to Daisy for joining us this week. We hope you enjoyed her interview as much as we did. Thanks again to everyone for listening. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments about this week's episode. So please do let us know on social media. Tweet us at friendsfurlow or Instagram and Facebook us on friends underscore in underscore furlough. And if you've done anything exciting this week or even something rather mundane, we don't mind. We are interested in hearing about it. So please do let us know what you're up to in lockdown. And keep sending us your applications to be a friend on our show. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll speak to you very soon. And don't forget, kids, keep washing those hands.